now, it's time for the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley. 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome into the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD. 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM as well. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro here inside the Makadu studio. Just so you guys know, when I said Lobro's name, this time he he threw up double peace signs like, yeah. he, like he was some kind of gangster. Uh, <laughs> don't know what to make of that. Either way, uh, this is the Tim Donnelly Show. Lobro is with me in the Makadu studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker team hotline. That's 540 639 4900. That's 540 639 4900 for the Baker team hotline. It is Thursday and it is hour number one, and that means it is time for a re airing of the Roth Report. Every Wednesday at 8, we are joined by Bill Roth, uh, Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, uh, a legend, and we have some conversations on what's going on in the sports world. Uh, this one was a little bit different yesterday simply because. Uh, well, actually, today is the very last Tim Donnelly show. So yesterday was the very last Roth report. So we talked a bit about that. Either way, it's a fun conversation with Bill Roth, and we're going to re-air it in its entirety right here, right now. From the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report, presented by NRV Furniture. Remember, nobody beats an NRV Furniture deal. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and current ESPN broadcaster Bill Roth, here's Tim Donnelly. That's right. It's time for another edition of the Roth Report. Joining us here in studio, uh, Bill Roth. Bill, how's it going? It's great to be with you. How are you today? And congratulations on your big move to the beach. Thank you. This is uh, this is my final Roth report. It's a little bittersweet. Uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, our conversations, but um, but you know, looking back on it, we've had some fun. It's been really fun. I've always enjoyed getting with you and talking about things. You know, when we started this whole concept of the of the Roth report, uh, you know, when I first came back five years ago, we said, you know, I want to do a show of some sort, but I want it to be different, right? I don't want to be talking about who should the quarterback be, and 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 not that we don't love yeah, sports. We, we touch on that, but we do. Yeah, but we, we want to get into to more substantive and 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 have more fun and <laughs> do stupid top three lists and, and and do fun things. And you bite into that right away. So I always appreciated that because you know it's it's different than than maybe what a lot of people do. Exactly, and and it's it's interesting for me, and and not to go on too much about it, but uh, obviously. Your your encyclopedic knowledge of of the Hokies, right? When when I'm diving into who's the quarterback going to be, or when I'm diving into Bud Foster's legacy, the the um, you know the the resource that you are is awesome. But then to hear you know your your chicken wing top three, or your, <laughs> well, your Super th- Bowl food top three, you yeah. know we, we we always talk about how we can go anywhere, and we usually do. Yeah. So, but I will tell you this. So so like. A lot of people have come through here. But one, once you're here, like you're always going to be part of the New River Valley. Mm-hmm. And even if you leave, even if you never come back, whenever you do come back here, there will be a warm feeling as soon as you uh, pull into this town, pull into this the, our region here. It's actually really funny because, as, as you know, my cousin is Sean Glennon who played here. Right. And uh, when I let him know, you know, I, I had to let, let him down easy, right, because he, <laughs> he knew he had a place to stay when he comes back in Blacksburg. He, I, I, and he was like, you're leaving Blacksburg? You're leaving the New River Valley? Why? <laughs> and yeah. and that's how so many people, you know, treat this area, which is, you know, it's 
where everyone, you know, kind of sees them. Well, I will tell you this. Virginia Beach is great, and you're going to a really fun place to live and to work and to grow, and it's a different type of sports fan, as you, I'm sure at this point, know. I'm, I'm, as I'm, I'm, I know in theory, obviously, I've never spent any time in Virginia Beach outside of, you know, stopping in for a, for a night. Well, so, so, th- so having spent, you know, in, in my role for all those years at 27 years at Tech, you know, you, you kind of learn Hokies in D.C. are different than Hokies in Richmond, who are different <laughs> than Hokies here. And they're different than Hokies in, in Norfolk and Virginia Beach and Ham- the whole Hampton Roads yeah. area. So, you know, clearly, I mean, there are close to 16,000 Virginia Tech alums in the greater Hampton Roads area. Okay. So mathematically, there are more Hokies there than here. <laughs> okay. Not percentage-wise, yeah. obviously. There's, I mean, there's a million people live there, right? Over a million. In yep, the, in a little, the, little yeah. over 1.5 yeah. in the, the whole yeah. Tidewater. Right, so that's that's more people live in that than, than you know, Vermont, New Hampshire combined <laughs> or all of West Virginia, right? I mean, so it's a but, – but there's a lot of them, so you can always talk tech, but you can also always talk Navy mm-hmm. in, in that market, right? Because of it's, it's – so it's – I think it's one of the most unique places in the country. I think there's, there's two cities – well, probably three, Jacksonville – San Diego and Norfolk, where you can talk Navy almost all the time, right? And 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 the shipbuilding down there is so big, and of course, government contractors, and there's there's so many related fields to that, and that's where those Hokies are working down there. And and it's it's obviously a, a tremendous recruiting ground for so many schools. So there's yeah. the element of following the you know wherever they go, suddenly there's you know that fan base. Uh, the way I describe that is uh, you know. I grew up in Hawaii, which we were just talking mm-hmm. about, and they aired all of Alabama's games when Tua Tungo-Vailoa was their starter on the radio in Hawaii, like it's a like it's a local team, right? So right. wherever Tony Grimes goes, there's going to be a pocket of fans in the seven five seven. We were without question when we had that, even even before you know the Michael Vick mm-hmm. era, but but Dwight Vick, <laughs> yeah, they they yeah yeah, <laughs> but you know the, the 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 Michael Vick, Marcus Vick, D'Angelo Hall. Even Brian Randall from Williamsburg. We were the home football team there. Daryl okay. Tapp. Daryl Tapp. We so when Virginia Tech would play every night on the news in Hampton Roads, and we did you know we had, we had our t- back then we did a TV show every Sunday mm-hmm. too right and and we were on Wavy the tops TV station and and we the concept of doing the show was to help recruiting right so that your <laughs> every every kid knows that you know the Hokies are Hampton Roads team and and we would drive down there and we would go through I'm talking about these towns man like. Pocosin, we would do events and and go to schools and visit TV and radio stations and and everyone had tech stuff hanging and and I thought at that point you know Virginia Tech was Hampton Roads team and you know that was twenty years ago and I don't know that it's true now I don't know that it is any one team I don't know anyone can claim it I mean even the Redskins which used to be dominant even like in in, in our area right I don't know that this is Redskin territory anymore that, that's. I think a, a different type of problem. I, would, I wouldn't equate the Redskins losing an area to, to Tech losing an yeah, area because I mean, the Redskins are a little bit more malicious. You know, I think if I think if you know who's the most popular college team in Richmond right now. I mean, there are more Hokies there than anybody. You know, I don't know. I think UVA and VCU basketball. You know, they mm-hmm. UVA won a national championship and VCU's gone to the Final Four and they're packing that gym and and there are a lot of Tech football fans that go to VCU basketball. So I I don't know, but I will tell you this: that I think if there's one area in the state. Really, two. Northern Virginia, Fairfax County, and, and the Hampton Roads area are, are, are true tech towns, and you're going to have a chance to go in there and kill it. And I'm happy for you and proud Thank of you. you. And, and, and that's the other thing that I'm kind of 
requesting of Hokie Nation, right? I, I've loved being here in the heart of it and, you know, being able to, to interact with Hokies and, you know, you go to the grocery store and it's decorated in mar- maroon and orange. Uh, but I'm, I'm still hoping to be a part of Hokie Nation, right? We're still in the Commonwealth. We're, like, I'm still going to be getting up here for games and everything. So, you know, I, I, I'd still like to... The questions are going to be different. The, the, mm-hmm. the questions here are going to be, you know, maybe when are they going to play Hooker over Willis? That might be the question you're going to get. Whereas there, you might have to explain who they are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, what What was Hendon like in or Hooker who, like in high school? What's What's this guy's background? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is AP Hokies here, mm-hmm. right? Everybody knows. It's right? Graduate level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Down there, it's going to be you know not that not that there's not diehard fans down there, but they're not as consumed with it because there's so much else going on down there. Do you have a beach chair? I I I. Uh... I grew up on the beach, so That's I'm a yes. I, I beach chair, surfboard. Do you really? Oh yeah. So and and the thing is, I now get to see if if the beach bum lifestyle is is like riding a bike. Do you, th- do you think they make <laughs> like like if you go to the beach, like Burnup has a house in Destin, and they make these LSU and Alabama beach chairs? Do they make hokey beach chairs? They must. I mean, you might have to order them. Like on, the Tommy online. Bahama <laughs> orange and maroon. You sit on the beach, and you've got the. The, the beverage cooler and it they, reclines? They, they must. I, I mean, I know there's hokey coolers. I know there's hokey tailgate tents and umbrellas. I, I mean, that would they, be so cool, man. I, they, they, I mean, they better. I mean, we, there's Virginia Beach. We're a Virginia school. They should make hokey beach stuff. I, I, Surfboard. I have to imagine if you're, again, and I haven't spent a ton of time there. I have to imagine if you're walking up and down the boardwalk, you're seeing, you know, hokey beach hoodies as much as you've seen anyone else's. I think you will. I hope so. Anyway. Boy, did we just go off the rails? <laughs> Congratulations Thank on you. your uh, your move. You know, so so I think about it. You know, uh, Kyle Bailey had this seat that you're in, and he's done well. He's moved on to Charlotte, where he's doing so well. And and similarly, still repping the Hokies. He <laughs> is. As much as you know, Danny Noakes is on in JFK, that mm-hmm. 106.7 The Fan in DC, yeah. doing the same thing. And and now you've come in and and taken this, and now you're going to a big market too, with millions of people and a great station down there. So. I'm excited for you. Thank you, and and I will I will take our conversations with us. And I'll tell you what, when there's big big hokey news, maybe we'll be calling you for for a, a drop in. So I need to tell you this: so right. they're not a sponsor of this show, okay? But you got to try the Beach Bully. Beach Bully. Yeah. Let me write it down. What what's the Beach, beach Bully? Beach Bully. They have sandwiches. It's a great oh, place. I love sandwiches. Beach Bully in Virginia Beach. They'll have a they'll have like a big old Boston butt back there. You order a roast beef sandwich, and they carve it for you there. Au jus on the side. Unbelievable. The Beach Bully in Virginia Beach. Beach Bully in Virginia Beach. Guarantee it. All right. I like it. And and again. I would not steer you wrong. I was going to say, and there's no sponsorship there. That's just that's just. Fun. I would drive all the way to Virginia Beach for lunch. Well, absolutely. Do it. So let me tell you, I'll tell you a story it. about Beach Bully. All right. Okay. So we're, we're, we're in, we're in um, the Virginia Beach Convention Center in 2000, I don't know, 12 or 13. And I make a Beach Bully joke. I said, it's great to be in Virginia Beach because, you know, everyone thought I was going to say, Something about how great it is to see the people or mm-hmm. be down where it's warm or be on an oceanfront resort, that kind of thing. And I, I said, because it's the beach bully. Three of the tech fans left the building while we were talking, went to Beach Bully <laughs> and brought a big uh, container full of Beach Bully barbecue and brought it back. I like the move. I okay? respect that move. They did. They brought it back and they kept it under their table. So we're leaving. We're shaking hands. It's me, and it's Coach Beamer, and it's Jim Weaver, and Kevin Jones was on the flight. I'm trying to remember who else was there. And I have this tin of hot barbecue all wrapped up. And 
cups of, of sauce on the side. It's only about a 40-minute flight yeah, back from down. Virginia yep. Beach to, to Blacksburg. So, oh, this will be good. I'll be, I'll be home by 11. I'll have this barbecue. So I'm sitting up front in the plane, and you can smell it. That enclosed area, no windows. Well, so, so I'm sitting on the front of this plane with this hot barbecue. So Coach Beamer, Noroth, what you got up there? <laughs> Uh, just, just a little to-go box. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Cause he knew it's going right. to go about as far as right here. So, so literally like we get, we're not even to, to, to Smithfield. We're flying back. <laughs> here you go. I ripped the top off this tin and we don't have any silverware. We're Man, just monsters. Weaver, <laughs> Beamer, Jones. They're running about burn up everyone. We're just getting sloppy. Whoever eats the fastest gets the most. And, and there's <laughs> sauce everywhere. And we're in this jet flying back. And we made a mess, and it was so much fun. So the Beach Bully Barbecue, I would have shared. For the record, I would have shared. But at the same time, it would have been nice to get the whole barbecue to yourself. <laughs> because, because they're great guys, I will share. But... So, so, so we got off the flight, and everybody's face is just covered in barbecue <laughs> sauce. And It's one of the deals where the plane lands, and you're like, we're just going to sit here another 10 minutes. <laughs> give, give us a minute to build up our energy. Oh, no, that, that's awesome. So I'll check it out. Beach Bully down there in Virginia Beach. Um, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, I do want to get back into some of our conversations that we usually have with Bill. Sports Media and Analytics Department, Team of the Week, Game of the Week, and much more coming up next right here on The Roth Report. We're back with Randy Kinder of NRV Furniture today talking about Bassett Furniture. Hey, Randy, what makes Bassett Furniture so exceptional? Number one in the business, Bill. Solid wood frames, foaming case cushions. You cannot beat this stuff. Hmm, now you tell me the fabric on these Bassett pieces can even be cleaned with bleach? Yeah, very stain resistant, but if you get a stain on them, you can actually clean them with a bleach solution. It will not fade the fabric. The leather is the best I can get? Genuine Italian leather. Randy, what is it you always say about NRV Furniture? Nobody beats an NRV furniture deal. I guarantee nobody. It's all at First in Maine. Eat, drink, shop, play at First in Maine in Blacksburg. Give your closet a fresh look by shopping at Talbot's, Loft, or Joseph A. Bank. And while you're at it, why not try a new haircut at Sport Clips? First in Maine also has anytime fitness to keep up with your active lifestyle. Don't forget to check out Blacksburg Eye for a new pair of glasses. See the latest movies at the only IMAX in the region at Frank Theater Cinnabowl and Grill. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to hear the latest. First in Maine. Eat, drink, shop, play. Nice meadow. Oh, use your imagination. <laughs> this is going to be our house. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here, here's the porch. Right. And here's the living room. Mm-hmm. And over there is the kids' room. Ah. And over here is our room. Ooh. And the master bath. And mm-hmm. here's the kids. Watch out! Ah, what? What? Well, you were about to fall down the basement stairs. <laughs> 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 Every home is built from the ground up. Find your ground with Louise Baker Team of Long and Foster. They can help you locate the place you'll call home. For more information, go to nrvhomes.com. We're here with Randy Kinder from NRV Furniture. Randy, you guys have a heck of a lineup this year. Yes, we did very, very well in the draft. Randy, NRV Furniture has been one of the best teams in our region for quite a long time. How do you guys do it? We've got Bassett Furniture out of North Carolina. We've got Corinthian, Timeless Bedding out of North Carolina. It is the top draft choice anywhere, anyplace. And what is it you always say, Randy? Nobody beats an NRV Furniture deal. I guarantee nobody. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine. 
Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. Once again, here is Tim Donnelly. We continue the Roth Report here on WRAD. Bill Roth is still with us, and as you just heard, it's time to get updated on the sports media and analytics department. Bill, what are, what are the kids up to? I'm so excited about this week's assignment because they have to really work this week. Not that they don't always work, <laughs> but here's the assignment. Uh, each student in my class is the Fox pregame show producer for Sunday's nationally televised XFL game between the D.C. Defenders and the Los Angeles Wildcats. Which... Six months ago would have sounded a little made up, but it's a real thing. It's a real it's nationally big. televised game that, that millions <laughs> will watch. The game is televised live starting at 6 on Sunday. And so they're, they're assignment. They have a week to come up with this. They have to do a one-hour pregame show. They have to format the show, preview the game, stories on both teams, the league, what is the XFL, why should I watch this game on Sunday, and who are the key players. And they have to turn in a, a Word document or a PDF. I'd imagine uh, rule changes, right? The, the all differences, the, all yeah. the explanations. Right. So so it's much different. The kickoffs are mm-hmm. different. The extra point is different, right? We saw a three-point extra point for the first time this past week. If you run it in from the one yeah. or two-yard line, it's one. Two for one, five for two, ten for three. So if you're down by three, you can go for the three-point conversion from the ten. I was watching the game, and my buddy looks at me and goes, I think, I think one of them was an 18-point game. And he goes, this is a two-possession game. <laughs> But I think I think the kickoff rule is brilliant because that takes you know they're talking about well kickoffs are an issue because that's when college and high school kids are getting hurt. Mm-hmm. So if you've not seen it, uh, the it's almost like a play from scrimmage. The, the the players line up against each other, other than the kicker and the returner. You kick off, and then when the ball is caught, then it becomes just like a regular play from scrimmage. It almost yeah, it almost gives them a line of scrimmage because the. The injuries were happening when you have two guys running 40 yards straight at each other and then lighting each other up. In this case, the, the longest distance would be five yards. So did you take high school physics? I did. We actually just had this conversation. I was an AP physics student. Okay. Which, so you know that F equals MA. Yes. Force equals? Mass times acceleration. Right. So Shout if out you, to Mr. Stearns, my there you teacher. Go. There you go. <laughs> so, so we know the mass is getting bigger, mm-hmm. right? Because guys are bigger than they've exactly. ever been. And we know they're faster, right? Exactly. There, there's the acceleration. So the impact now is much greater. As much as we think, like, in the 70s, the Super Bowl, the, the, the Jack Lambert and the Jack Tatum hits were, were physical, those guys are the, – the, the, the force is not anywhere what it is now. We, we were just talking about the, the size of players uh, not long ago. My grandfather was the biggest player on his Lehigh football team. And Lehigh at the time played Virginia, played Rutgers. It, it was a, a bigger program. He was the biggest player by 15 pounds than anyone else. He was 225 pounds. Played left tackle and defensive tackle. And he was 225 pounds. And you look at it today, like, that's a wide receiver. That, I mean, right. 225 pounds isn't anywhere near the offensive line. So if we take, if we take the acceleration out of it, mm-hmm. and so not that we don't want hard hits. We're not trying to make the game black yeah, not football. Trying, yeah, I'm not trying to – Make it soft, but we're, if, if we don't want, we don't want guys walking around with jello brains when they're forty. And look, and, and we XFL, we know what's happening, right? We know that that if you get banged in the head for ten years by two hundred and fifty pound guys taking trying to kill you, mm-hmm. there's a cumulative effect of it. And, and and Lobro and I talked about this earlier this week. I believe the XFL almost has, and and this is going to sound kind of arbitrary, but will give me a chance to to explain. I think they almost have more of a responsibility to protect their players because there isn't that like the NFL there is a bit of 
they get paid extremely high amounts of money. They know what they're getting into. They know the trade-off. The XFL, some of these guys are making 30 or 40 grand, and the league should be protecting them more because there isn't that same trade-off. But I love it. I love it. I think it would be a great high school rule. Instead of just giving the ball to the team on the 20-yard line or the 25-yard line or making these touchbacks seemingly automatic, mm-hmm. let's, let's keep the kickoff return in the game, but, but let's take away the 50-yard acceleration head start for the, for the 230-pound guy whose his only action of the game is to run down the field and try to clobber someone. I'm, I'm interested to see what special teams coaches do with it from a return standpoint as the season goes along. Because I've watched probably five or six XFL games, seen you know a couple dozen kicks. I really haven't seen anyone come close to breaking one. Yeah, so a lateral or a return or a set play off of the... You have everyone on the same plane, right? Everyone's almost on that line of scrimmage like we were describing. Run up the right sideline, then throw a lateral to the left, and now we've got a screen pass. Exactly. I'm I'm looking... I want to see what they do to innovate off the innovation, right? Love it. Yeah, I love it. Because because right now we don't, like... It's so innovative that, you know, uh, in the Super Bowl, the, the play that Kansas City did with the spin... Turns out they got it from the 1948 Rose Bowl. Michigan ran it, right? Yeah. There is nowhere to look for inspiration on these kickoffs, so it's it, you have to wait for the innovative mind to see it and try it in a game. So that's what this assignment is this week. So the game is Sunday. The defenders, D.C. defenders and L.A. Wildcats, how will they format the show? Can they balance the human interest stories while introducing the new, you know, the new league mm-hmm. to fans and get me to watch it? That's the whole thing. I said, I this is a pregame show. I want you guys to get me to watch it as a, as a – as a as a viewer, and then they've got to incorporate ten sponsored elements to the show. Nice. So there's a business aspect exactly. to it as well. This life is, is real. Someone's got to pay for it all. Someone's pay- got to pay for the fun. Right. And and so that's the assignment in our, our SMA class this right. week. I, I'm interested. I'm I'm fascinated by the XFL, and I'm sure some of your your students are as well. So that's the sports media and analytics department update. They the, that's their assignment for the week. Let's go ahead and jump here into the team of the week. Now it's time for the Louise Baker Team of the Week. All right, Bill, who are we honoring today? We're going all the way to the West Coast for basketball. Undefeated, San Diego State. How is this happening? And a friend of mine did the game over the weekend on television, and he's, I said, how, how, how are they for real? They're ranked fourth in the poll. Which is legit legit. I mean, Final Four, we know what that comes with. Right, and he said they're better than you think. They which, look the part. Which I like to hear. Right, because sometimes these "quote unquote" mid mid majors, they're in the Mountain yes. West, which um, you know you, you you're so reluctant to give them the credit they deserve. Well, we should give credit because remember, everybody said, "Wait a minute, how good can Virginia Tech be?" Remember, mm-hmm. if you just watched the Vic thirty <laughs> for thirty, right? There's no way Virginia Tech. There's no, if Michael Vick is that good, he would not have gone to Virginia Tech, right? How many times did we hear that? Right? Clearly, they're a fraud. Exactly. That's what you were hearing. Like, no, 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 no give us a shot. So we've always kind of had a soft spot for that team. That's Look, if you're undefeated and and they're 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 in a city, you could see right, you could see well, how a couple of really great players would want to go to college and play in San Diego. <laughs> Fair, absolutely. Um, and and basketball is different, right? I think, you know, we've seen UCF as a quote unquote mid major try to crash the party a few times, and everybody kind of says mm-hmm. absolutely not. Uh, but in basketball, we've legit seen VCU, Butler. We've seen George Mason. George Mason. We've seen like legit party crashers break their way into the party. And they have kids that are juniors and seniors, whereas Duke's kids are popping off to the end. Not that I think Duke could probably win the whole thing mm-hmm. right now if the tournament started. But, but you know, I mean, would, would Calipari and I mean, look at North Carolina this year. They had such a great team, and they sign Cole Anthony 
and then everybody goes pro. <laughs> They and, go pro, Cole Anthony gets hurt, and all of a sudden... And they're all there. they the got no players left. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, you could see where a veteran team with, with really good talent in, in a town where, I don't want to say it's necessarily easy to recruit to San Diego, but I think we're looking at it like, oh, you need to play in the ACC or you need to play in the SEC. I don't know that kids today necessarily think of it that way, right? I mean, yeah, it's cool to play in the in the Power Five leagues and, and, and the football side, mm-hmm. obviously. Right? Yeah, more fun. But on the basketball side, I mean, look no further than Gonzaga. Gonzaga. We, we almost don't look at them as a mid-major anymore. No. <laughs> They're, uh, you know, just outside the blue blood. We're going to play these, you know, if you go to Gonzaga, you're going to play UCLA every year. You're playing North Carolina, right? You're, you're, you're going to play six or eight big games. And you're going to make two or three Sweet 16s and, you know. Every there. game is sold out. It's You're playing for a great coach. You can go to the NBA. I mean, yeah, and, 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 and you know, Spokane is not, it's not. Completely out of the way. It, it's it's hard it's, to get it's there. It's not San Diego State, but man. but I could see <laughs> like seriously like if you if you're recruiting for a company and you say we have the San Diego office, don't you want to take a look? Uh, eyes are opening up. Yeah, okay. you're just gonna. Well, I'll, let me take a visit. Let me, let, me, let me go out there and see what it looks like. No, it's really expensive to live there. But if you're on scholarship, scholarship. and your dorm is covered <laughs> and you're looking at the Pacific Ocean and you're wearing shorts and taking a skateboard or a scooter to class all year. I, I told you off air, one of my high schools, Pepperdine, and, and, and those West Coast schools would all come and uh, recruit or do the, uh, the fairs, right, where they would show. And they would just have the slideshow playing of, this is your view walking to school. This is your view 10 minutes from campus. This is your view. And when I tell you there were kids ready to sign up on the spot. Remember when Pepperdine beat Carolina in the NCAA tournament? Everyone said, how? And Coach Smith said they had better players. <laughs> like, yeah, they were Which, really good. They, yeah. they were a really good team. They had won like 20-something games, 28. I forget what their record was. He didn't play as many games back then. Mm-hmm. But they were – basketball is different. Very much so. You know, you don't need – you need 85. Yeah. You need three, couple role players, a couple of glue guys. You got a couple of NBA shooters and exactly. a big dude. And then, yeah. So, anyway, that's our team of the week. They're right. undefeated, ranked fourth. 26 and 0. San Diego State, coached by Brian Dutcher. Malachi Flynn, kind of uh, their stud on the statistics side of things. They're our team of the week. As always, the team of the week every week could be Louise Baker and her team over at NR, uh, over at uh, Louise Baker team at Long and Foster. Um, and you can check them out online and, and a whole bunch of good stuff going on there. And we want to talk about Louise is such a supporter of women's athletics. We need to talk about the Tech women's basketball team again. They're up to fifth place in the league in the ACC. What and, a great year. Kenny knocking Brooks. off big teams. Yeah. Uh, I saw Georgia Tech got a big win, and then my thought immediately went to Tech's already knocked off Georgia Tech. Virginia Tech already has. You know, you start yeah. looking at uh, – Three I, weeks out, they're, they're a tournament team as of today. Exactly. And, and I think with every win, getting a little bit more comfortable in that – in that conversation, yes. which is which is really exciting. So, uh, as you mentioned, Louise Baker, huge proponent of, of women's sports. We are as well. So, shout out to the women's basketball team over at Virginia Tech. Uh, and check them out at nrvhomes.com for their, uh, their listings and, and everything else that comes along with that. Now, top three. Two, one! Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3. Brought to you by South Main Chiropractic in Blacksburg. All right, what are we counting down today, Bill? What do you think? What should we do? Uh, well, we were talking off air. Uh, I think we should count down the best games of, of my tenure. I think we should, too. So <laughs> Tim is leaving. He's going to Virginia Beach mm-hmm. to the ESPN radio station down there. So I said, let's look at your top three moments since you became a resident of the magnificent New River Valley. The, these are the the games that I'm going to talk about most when people are like, what, what was your time like yeah. when you were there? Well, how, how were the teams when you were there? All right. Um, 
Number three, Radford High School boys basketball. What a team. What a state championship run it had, huh? Uh, absolutely. And and luckily, I you know a couple times had him here in studio, Miles Jones, Quentin Morton-Robertson, who are uh-huh. both part of the, the Radford Highlanders now. Yep. Um, so I got to learn about their run where you know they win two, two state titles, bump up a, a class, get beat, come back the next year, beat the team that beat them, and win the state championship on that upper class. Uh, that's, I mean... You know, that's that's Disney movie stuff. So. It is, and 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 you know this was hard because there, I mean even Radford University. Remember, they since you've been here, they beat Texas on the mm-hmm. road. They had Northwestern. Yep, they beat Northwestern. They beat uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame and and Texas since since, since you've been since here since I've been here. And the Radford High School team won the state title. State title and uh, Jones on both of them. Mike Jones, the coach of the the Radford Highlanders, his son Miles yeah. Jones was a member. Uh, and then there was a coach son, um, the coach of the Radford High School boys, and their point guard. Was the you know the dad and son? So there there was a lot of uh, your really arrival cool coincided with a basketball renaissance in this community on the scholastic and collegiate level. Thank you, and and I appreciate you <laughs> for bringing that up because uh, my first game here was also Notre Dame football game, which did not go well, and then there was there was four or five home Virginia Tech games to the point where I was going, they're going to run me out of town if if they don't start winning. But basketball did save me, and that leads me to my number two moment here, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Sweet 16 run of of the Buzz Williams era of Virginia Tech Hokies, which included Justin Robinson coming back from injury and being a part of that NCAA tournament run. Uh, it included uh, Ahmed Hill being the spark plug, all those threes early in the in the the, the tournament. Um, Kerry Blackshear becoming one of the premier players. Uh, there was there was a lot of really really fun moments on that run. To see Virginia Tech be a four seed in the NCAA tournament and, and live up to it, and live up to it, and you know who knows if they would have beaten Duke, if they would have had a chance to to play in that Michigan State game, who knows? And as as much as I'm sure, you know, Hill sees that that tip in at the, mm-hmm. the very end in his sleep. Incredible game against Zion Williamson. We're now seeing do the same things he was doing in college in the pros. And Virginia Tech, playing extremely good team basketball, had them on the ropes in the Sweet 16 and, and almost pulled it off. So, uh, and, and, you know, set the basketball program up for the type of success I think it's going to have in the next couple of years. And number one on your list. Number one. I mean, could it, how could it be anything else? Uh, overtime victory over UVA. In football. In football. Um, the, you know, the, the, the play where Ryan Willis is rolling to his left and throws it to Dalton Keene, and there's no way that he should catch it on the fourth down, and of course he does. Uh, Trey Turner's emergence and the fumble in overtime, and uh, you know, it, it was it kept the streak alive. And now you're off to Virginia Beach, where your your sponsors will be suntan lotion, <laughs> sunscreen, bikinis, and uh, beach I, I, parties. I told my wife I've been tan once in my life. I'm gonna try to make it twice. I'm I'm, I'm very <laughs> Irish, so so the burning <laughs> comes quick. Usually, you know, a, a weekend vacation isn't long enough to get any work done. So I'm You're going to be talking about a lot of the same stuff. I'm, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. And and the Hokies are still a huge presence as we yeah. went over. Yeah. Um, you know, the the regional professional sports are a lot of the same. So I'm looking forward to it, but uh, I'm definitely going to miss it around here. Going to miss these conversations with you. And uh, hopefully we stay in touch. And uh, yeah, thanks for giving the platform to our SMA kids. You know, that's so important. We've had, we had a recruit in over the weekend who I'm really excited about just to get a visit. I, I, I told Coach Beamer, I said, we have a young man in here that can do for our program, for my, what I'm trying to do, what Cornell Brown maybe did for him. Mm-hmm. You know, what, once you get a kid, a, a kid at that level, other kids notice. Mm-hmm. And this is not, if, if you've got a, a, a high school kid who, you know, they're very impressionable. And, and not, that, not that peer pressure 
is anything new, but when you've got, when you've got someone that's at a certain level, other kids want to follow, and 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 you could—that's kind of the 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 vibe that I'm getting. I mean, I look, this is all new to me, right? You know, everything getting you're saying, kids to come on the academic side is very similar to what you do on the athletic side. Exactly. I was just going to say you could you could take that same logic and flip it, right? We called uh, Jalen Cohn the domino here on this show because he was the first four star to commit to Mike Young, and and you think. Okay, now other four stars are going to say, I can commit to Mike Young. Sure enough, Joe Bamisil, Darius Maddox, and all right. these other guys follow. So, so people who listen to this station and, and, are, and, you're, you're, and, and whether it's Tech Sideline Podcasts or mm-hmm. the Bear Tailgate, you, you've heard Evan Hughes. And, mm-hmm. and so you, people know his name now, and I don't even think they equate him as being a student at this point. I, I have to remind myself quite often. He did the baseball over the weekend. <laughs> he did down, baseball, yeah, on our sister station, 100.7. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I would like to get to the point, not that we're trying to put professionals out of work. That's not what I'm trying to do, but I'd like to get as many guys on the air and, and young uh-huh. ladies, too. We have two young ladies in our program, uh, including, I should point out, Asha Shepard of the women's basketball team. Is, is, she gets two shouts out. One is part of the Virginia Tech women's basketball but team. But only as a student to me. There Kenny can coach her on the court. <laughs> um, you know, but but – no offense to Kenny, but but look, even if she plays pro basketball, on she the should get side, a fifteen year career and then have another thirty yeah, thirty and, years in yes, the media. And, and so that's what that's what we're working on there. Mm-hmm. And and she's dynamite. She's she, there's young ladies in our program too. Uh, Riley Wyant just got a job in Charlottesville, Channel Twenty Nine. Awesome. And I'm you know we're so excited for her because she's about as as a hokey as they come. She says, "Should I take a job in Charlottesville?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah." Just she's from DC. It's ninety minutes from home. It's it's yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah, but you know, I'm you a hokey. Wear dark blue. Just wear a hokey undershirt that no one else can see. And I said, <laughs> I said, or I said, wouldn't you? Don't you think getting to interview Tony Bennett would be fun? And, Absolutely. And she says, well, yeah. I go, of course. Nice suits. <laughs> learn, mm-hmm. learn. The, the guy won a national championship. Forget you. You can be a hokey ninety nine percent of the time. You get hundred percent of the time, and still respect mm-hmm. and learn from. Very much so, and that's what the, that's what you're teaching. Yeah, forget the fandom when you're on the air, and, 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 and that's and, why I'm I'm certain as my career progresses, uh, at some point I'll I'll be hitting you up, going, "Hey, listen, we need someone for for this position, or hey, we need someone to be on air for for this section. What do you have? Because what you we're have gonna going have on. people that that can get in to do the job, and, exactly. and, and look the part, and act the part, and, and get the job done. That's that's what so. Thanks for letting us. And me specifically talk about our academic program. And I will be following uh, 3304 Sports on Twitter, and, and that's not going to stop. So I'll be looking for it. Beautiful. Bill, thanks for coming on. Thanks, man. Uh, you'll Good be luck back. to you. You'll be back uh, next week with, with someone else doing the questions, but, uh, um, but I'll be tuned in. So appreciate it. We'll be back after this with more of the Tim Donnelly Show. It's all at First and Main. Eat, drink, shop, play at First and Main in Blacksburg. Swing through for your favorite coffee at Starbucks or stay for lunch. Fresh Mediterranean food at Zoe's Kitchen. Delicious Italian at Avellino's. Something hot off the grill at Bull and Bones. Plus much more. Relax and see the latest movies at the only IMAX and the NRV at Frank Theater Cinnabowl and Grill. It's all at First in Maine and Blacksburg. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to hear the latest. First in Maine. Eat, drink, shop, play. You know, buying or selling a home is one of the biggest decisions you'll make in your life. And when you're ready to move, you need a real estate team with a home field advantage. You need the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda have over 30 years of experience in your hometown. In fact, the Louise Baker team will make sure you get the most out of your property and help you find a new home. They're your one-stop place to buy, finance, and close. Be sure to check them out at nrbhomes.com. The Louise Baker team, giving you the home field advantage. 
Several months ago, I got tired of experiencing back pain, and it made me hesitant to even do the simplest things around the house. So I went to my doctor, but all he could do was suggest I take pain medication. After that, I knew I needed a second opinion, and I visited South Main Chiropractic Clinic in Blacksburg. The doctors there created a plan tailored for my recovery, and now I'm pain-free. If you're struggling with back issues, I suggest you give South Main Chiropractic Clinic a call today at 552-5202. We're here with Randy Kinder from NRV Furniture. Hey, Randy, I'm looking for a new mattress. Can you help me out? Timeless bedding out of North Carolina. This company has been in business since 1925. So how do I know if the mattress is right for me? Come in, lay on them, test them. Nobody's on commission. Nobody's going to force you to do anything. Yeah, and as you pointed out to me many times, Randy, a great night's sleep makes your day so much more productive. Yes, Bill, and plus, we've got the best warranty in the business. I've got a 25-year, 100% non-prorated warranty. What is it you always say about NRV furniture, Randy? Bill, nobody beats an NRV furniture deal. I guarantee nobody. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Bright and early on a February 20th Thursday. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro, 647 in the morning, live inside the Makadoo studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker Team Hotline. That's 540-639-4900. 540-639-4900. It looks like we may be getting more playoff football. You know what? <laughs> the NFL, first of all, is much better at this thing than Major League Baseball. Remember Major League Baseball shuffled up their whole playoffs and it, it was a huge deal. Football just waited until the Major League Baseball made a, made a whole sideshow, right? They made the whole, uh, oh, the Astros this, the Astros that, and then they are just going to sneak in two more playoff teams, two more playoff games, a couple million, maybe even a couple dozen million more dollars uh, in, in every kind of contract that they have, and they're going to do it while no one's paying attention, right? NFL's good at that. Do you know why I believe they're doing this? I'll tell you why I believe they're doing this. I'll tell you why the NFL is adding more games. They're going to a 17-game schedule. They're adding playoff games. They're going to force more football down our gullets. I'll tell you why. Right after this, right here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Stick around for that. The WRAD Talk Network, 1017, 1035, 1460 AM, the TuneIn app, and WRADradio.com. More of the Tim Donnelly Show next on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 1360 AM. Going into the break, I told you I was going to let you know why the NFL is going to continue force-feeding us more and more football. And it's real simple. The XFL. And I'm not even saying that the NFL is, is competing with the XFL, right? Lions don't, don't worry themselves with the opinions of sheep. And the NFL is definitely a lion compared to the sheep that is the XFL. But what I'm saying is the XFL is proving that we have more of an appetite for football. Right, the, the XFL is proving that we as a society have room on our plate for more football. And where there's you know more room, they're going to try to profit off of it exactly. as much as possible. Exactly. The NFL is not going to sit around and let someone else make money off of their sport. And trust me, the NFL considers football as a whole their sport. I mean, I, why wouldn't they after all these years, you know? The, the, I mean – even college football, 
players in college football can't profit off of football. The NFL is looking around going, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. America, you'll watch more football? All right, let's go 17 weeks. Let's go quickly 17 games this season. How many more playoff games can we fit in? We can get two more on Wild Card Weekend. All right, let's fit them in. All right, how much more room you guys got? And the XFL is going to go going to go like a little bit further, and then all of a sudden we're going to have 365 days a year football. And and if we will watch 365 days a year football, then they will make two games. 365 like they will keep going until they reach that that market equilibrium where we say I've had enough and until we say that which I don't see happening anytime soon because football is king in America uh they're just gonna keep keep expanding and expanding and expanding I feel like though once you I feel like you don't want to reach that point where it, you get you kind of get sick of it because it's I'm not such saying high demand that people are gonna watch it when it's that when it's yes. you know running its season I'm not saying it's smart. I'm saying that's what they're going to do. I think part of what makes football perfect in this country is it fits our attention span perfectly. During the week, we're workaholics, right? We wake up, we go to work, we get our stuff done, we go home, we relax for a couple minutes, and we go to sleep. And then on weekends, football, right? Fantasy. You can check your fantasy team anytime between Tuesday and Saturday and be updated for the Sunday games, making sure you know you don't have anyone playing Thursday night. It's perfect for our attention span. So I'm not saying it's smart that the NFL is going to find that place where we say, no, thank you, I've had enough, I'm full. But they're going to because they're greedy. Just like every other multi-billion dollar company on the planet, they're greedy. And this is you know kind of a conglomerate of multi-billion dollar uh, businesses. So the XFL, thanks. You got us more NFL. If that's if that's your legacy, I'll be all right with it. On Wild Card Weekend, when there's three playoff games on Saturday and three playoff games on Sunday, when they have a one o'clock, a four thirty, and an eight, I'll be thinking about you, XFL. I'll be thanking you. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, exciting game for the Hokies. Not necessarily successful. What happened in that three overtime loss to Miami? Stick around. 